right. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Kyle and Kevin for another fun episode of How to Be a Texan. How you doing today, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to pump up the energy. I'm doing all right. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. We just got... Yeah. What we, is life? Hey, here we go. Hey, come on now. Come on. Happy birthday. Happy, happy. I think not. <laughs> oh, hey, it's the three of us today. It's uh, me, Kevin, and our buddy Andrew. Andrew in the control room. Spinning discs. Oh, jeez. You're going with that again. Keeping the platters yep. balanced. Yeah, I'm making sure the tape on the reel-to-reel is okay. That's why the audio quality is so good on this podcast. Oh. It's recorded on real tape, analog tape. That's good. Four-track reel-to-reel with spring reverb. I have no idea what Hear that is. Hear that spring? No. Springa. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about something a little mundane, but it can be fun. Uh, however mostly maddening and it's traffic Mm. yeah so we're going to talk about traffic in texas how we rank um against other states and then uh how good or bad we are and then just kind of funny whatever we'll just talk kind of kind of talk about life in texas because it's a big deal driving around we have to drive around and how is it if you're moving here if you live here how is it? And you have to drive around here. You have to. We're not like other states where there's decent mass transit. No. You so, pretty much have to drive. So let, let's start with that first. <clears throat> you know, of course, we have Uber, we have cabs, we have buses, we have Greyhounds, we have, you know, trains that go back and forth in the big cities. Greyhound, but, man, I hadn't ridden a Greyhound since I was a kid. You know what? They've got this cool executive <laughs> bus. I just heard about it. I go down to Houston all the time, and there's this cool bus. You can get on it in Dallas, and it's 150 bucks or something, and you ride down to Houston, which is a lot of money for a bus ticket. But anyway, it's some super posh. they got Wi-Fi. High-end, first class? That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, from 150 Dallas to Houston. 150 bucks is nothing. Well, it's a lot cheaper than a flight. Well, it's cheaper than a flight down there. Well, you're a high roller. <laughs> I guess so. It's <laughs> a lot of money to Last me. time I rode a Greyhound bus, my grandma literally put me on the bus by myself. Oh, man. Did you ever do that? No. Oh. I did that several times. That's very scary. I was too young to even be scared. I didn't even know how scary it was. That reminds me of Red in uh, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> you remember that? Where yeah. I had to get on that bus yep. to whatever. Yep. That's how it was. Anyway, it was oh, a Greyhound bus. Yeah, I've I've never I don't even think I've ridden on a Greyhound bus ever. You're That's the only time you've ever been on one that I remember. Okay, yeah. Other times you're too drunk, you're going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, backwards. Yeah, see, there Grandma you. was so drunk she was walking back. Grandma was so drunk. Well, or Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, mass transit here in Texas is a little tricky. There's a lot of attempts in Dallas and Houston and even San Antonio um, for mass transit, but it's tough. It just doesn't really work here, does it? Mm, no. This hasn't been adopted. We, we, we weren't designed with that in mind. No. And, and so it's hard to go back and retrofit something like that in. Right. But and especially when you got all the sprawl that we do, too. There's so much sprawl. Yeah. Because it's a pain for me even to think about doing that Dallas to Houston executive bus because I'm 34 miles outside of downtown Dallas. And then if they took me to downtown Houston, the office, the two, three places I would go to in Houston are 25 to 32 miles away from downtown. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a total pain. You know? Yeah. So it's an hour to get down. The whatever four hours to get down in the bus and then another hour to get out yeah you know so it's a whip yeah that's a beating yeah 
So I don't know. Houston's just close enough, though, that sometimes flying is a pain. It is a pain, but I do it yeah. because it's such a pain to drive through traffic. You have to get up at four in the morning to get down there for a, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to get over Dallas traffic before traffic really lines up. And then you get down to Houston right in the heart of it. Houston's horrible. It is bad. Yeah. But you know what? Dallas is worse. Really? And, yeah. So I did uh, a little bit of research. I'm not very good at researching. But anyway, I looked up a couple of Google things. I asked Siri. She told me. She I'm said <laughs> She said that Siri that no, I'm sorry, that Dallas was worse than Houston. I always thought Houston was the worst traffic. Huh. But you know what the benchmark is? What? Los Angeles. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. And then they did all these studies. I saw this one study, and, and it said if you drive at 4 p.m. At, or at 10 p.m., how far can you get away in an hour? And it showed these kind of bands around uh, Dallas or San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. They even said Midland, Texas was tough. But how far away can you get away in an Midland, hour? Texas. I know. I didn't understand that. Fair to Midland. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, Los Angeles was by far the worst. You couldn't get but like 20 miles oh, yeah. in an hour at yeah. 4 o'clock, if that. But in Dallas, you could almost get up to the Red River. In Houston, you could get out to, you know, close to Huntsville. You know, San Antonio, really? you could get way further at 4 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, you could get. What about at 5 o'clock? Well, they they only did it at 4 p.m. and 10. I don't know. I didn't write the study. <laughs> so anyway, the point is is that uh, traffic, if you live or are going to Was Atlanta there, in that study? Do you yeah. happen to recall? Because oh, no, Atlanta the, seems horrible. So when you think about Dallas, I think it was like fifth fifth or sixth worst. Bless you, Andrew. If you were, if you were in Dallas, it was in top ten worst in the states. Atlanta, New York, Chicago, and L.A. were always top They're four, top. but Dallas was like sixth, and hmm. Houston was tenth or so. That's surprising. I always thought Houston was up in the top yeah, three or that's four. always the perception. <clears throat> you know, but now they've got these, uh, you know, toll roads are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Toll roads are a way of life now in Texas. In mm-hmm. some other states, it's not that way. Mm-hmm. I just take it for granted that I'm going to hit these massive tolls, and now that in North Dallas, you can go across North Dallas in ten minutes, it feels like, on that that canyon thing that they just built, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Um, oh, 635? Yeah. Express, yeah, that thing's awesome. Yeah. That's so. like first-class driving, man. No, it is. That's and, awesome. And, and I promised Kevin I wouldn't talk about this, but I actually listened to this traffic engineering <laughs> well, podcast. Don't talk about it. I did. <laughs> I nerded out. These guys are Uber nerds. Uh, no offense, traffic engineer podcast. Shout out to Uber. Shout, no, not <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> but these guys, they were talking about all you know the the clover leaf and the signage and you know the traffic studies and all anyway it was pretty interesting but the cool thing that they did i mean there's some pretty amazing things that they've done with like that 635 canyon as an mm-hmm. example where they basically bumped it out added another eight or ten lanes by building it underneath it mm-hmm. anyway and making it a toll it's crazy cool yeah so i'll play i'll i pay for that toll yeah Gladly. To get across. But then there's some that just annoy me. Oh, most of them annoy me. And when I go to Florida, everything annoys me. Everything is toll in Florida. Really? Oh, my gosh. You go there and you get off and it's immediately a toll. Yeah. You can't get anywhere without a toll. You know what? And when I was driving back this summer from a trip we did to Colorado, instead of doing the straight through Amarillo and on Mm -hmm. to Dallas, 
I did this this uh, Kansas loop. I did a big L, an upside down L. So I went all straight over east to Kansas and then straight down 35. And there was a toll on Interstate 35 in South Kansas. You couldn't, I thought it was an interstate. Well, that's ridiculous. How can you toll an interstate, Kansas? <laughs> That's why this is not called Man, I feel How to some Be a road, Kansan. I feel some road rage coming on. <laughs> yeah, well, it made me mad. Seeing red. I did. It was a rental car, and I didn't have a toll tag, nor did I want to pay that crazy fee for rental car toll tags. So I couldn't get through there. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't deal with traffic much. I used to, when I worked in downtown Dallas, every day I did the commute. Oh, yeah. That sucked, but I don't really have to do that now. So, I wanted to ask, when you did have to do uh, mm-hmm. traffic, what do you do to entertain yourself? Back then? No, This now. was a long time ago. Then or now, whatever. Just, I would listen to uh, uh, mostly, like, the ticket sports radio quite I a bit. Yeah, I still do. I For still those do. of you that aren't from around here, the ticket is a sports radio. Those guys are hilarious. Station, yeah. Yeah. One of those dudes lives in Argyle, believe it or not. So, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Dunham. Yep, yep. So, Argillians. Yep. Yeah, no, I still listen to those guys. Now I would do that. Now, more uh, in more recent times, because I don't deal with traffic here, but I do when I go to the Bay Area. Yeah. A lot of times I'll have to stay, either I'm staying far from my office because things are booked, or I have to hit different parts of the Bay Area in one trip, mm-hmm. and I generally do Ubers. Yeah. So, it's not so bad because I'm not driving, but it's still, the traffic out there is horrible. Hmm. So, I usually fire up a podcast or something like that. Right. You know, you, you know what I do? What's that? I count how many people flip me off. Well, I'm sure that's a, <laughs> I'm kidding. a I big don't. number. It, it has been. <laughs> I've seen the way you it, drive. It has been. <laughs> yeah, I try not number. to. I try to. You know, Kyle was like, "Why does everybody wave at me with their middle finger?" I'm like, "Kyle, it's not a good thing." No, it's not a good thing. (laughs) But in Texas, the reason why we are, and and I'll I'll go back to the study. The reason why, and I'm a part of this. I'm a huge contributor. Not that I'm a drunk driver by by any means, but uh, we're the fourth worst state in the country to drive in. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I believe it. Yeah, because of all the drunk drivers, because of the speeders, the non-compliance with wearing seatbelts. Well, and just stupidity. Yeah. <clears throat> One time when I was working in downtown, I was heading out, and for whatever reason, I was trying to get, you know where I-30 comes into Dallas? Oh, uh, yeah. And there's kind of that whole mix master with 35 and I-30 oh, and 45 and all that junk. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to head out and get on I-30 for some reason to go west. And all of a sudden, the traffic just stopped. I mean, it just stopped. And it was something relatively close to me. I could kind of see the car that was stopped, but I couldn't tell what was going on. Oh. And we just sat there. And then we kind of slowly started creeping forward. I got up. A guy was standing outside, literally peeing. Oh, no. No. In the middle of I-35. Huh. At 5 p.m. in the afternoon. He didn't need to be doing that. No. <laughs> what was he doing? So people were waving at him with the middle, the yeah, middle, the middle finger. finger. Was he crazy or something? Or He looked like a normal guy. I mean, he looked like a young guy. Okay. Looked like a young, kind of hippie kind of dude. 
Okay. Probably driving a little Volkswagen bug or something, and maybe he was high. I don't know. Yeah. But he was just standing in the middle of 35 taking a leak. Okay. So I've got this this article, and it's uh, by (laughs) carinsurancecomparison.com. Get my glasses out on that. This one. segment brought to you by Car Insurance Comparison.com. <laughs> well, I'm trying to cite these things appropriately. Five minutes will save you $50 million on your car insurance. <laughs> Get a lizard and have him walk around and talk to you. I like that little guy. Um, okay, but anyway, this is pretty interesting, and it's the worst drivers by state. And it gives all 50, but it highlights the top 10. So let me give you the top 10. And I'll be quick about this because it's, it's, it's not that interesting. But 10, North Dakota. There's not enough people up there to drive, but anyway, the four people up there apparently they, they don't teach them how to drive up there. Well, I guess not. You just learn Tied, the farm truck. Tied for eighth, Delaware and North Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing there. Seven, New Mexico. Again, there's four hundred fifty thousand people in that state or whatever, and I guess they're all bad drivers. Six, South Carolina, nothing. Five, Nevada. It's the desert and Vegas. Uh, and then four Texas, and and so yeah, and then you go three Louisiana, and they're consistently number one. Arizona, and then this year Montana, isn't that weird? This uh, I don't know. And they're talking anyway. So I just thought it was kind of an interesting article. I don't know how official any of these rankings actually. Are. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> you know, it's like how how where are the friendliest people? How in do the you world? determine? How did they determine bad driving? Oh, it's a big study. But again, you're assuming I'm doing the research and actually looking at the underlying study analytics which of course i didn't well i did find an article that talked about a number of things that i would consider to be the definition of bad driving no and this was in the houston press okay and the article is talking about houston's unofficial driving rules and road etiquette for newbies so the whole premise of the article is if you're a newbie here in houston these are the rules but as i was reading this i'm kind of like this is just kind of Common sense yeah. for everywhere. I'll tell you something funny before you get into that. Mm-hmm. I was driving around with Amy a little while ago, and I noticed that she actually stops at stop signs. Yeah? For me, that's a big deal because I, re- I rarely do. I know you're supposed to stop. It says stop, <laughs> and you're supposed to stop. <laughs> it was just unique because she actually came to a full stop. I do. T- I, I think. You really stop? Yeah, I do. Okay. Maybe I'm just a, I'm a reason we're number four. <laughs> you may be single-handedly and, and you and, you and Aaron <laughs> and let, let me just tell you for my contributing stats when when I, I got into 14 wrecks between the ages of 16 and 19 I got my family cut out of the uh, our insurance program and we got put into the state of Texas high risk uh, pool nice it was unbelievable how expensive that was for my family to have so, insurance. So, what uh, were were all of these your fault, or were any mm. not your fault, or was it no kind of a most of them were my fault. <laughs> most of them were your fault. Yeah, I just was uh, not paying attention. I remember I was getting a nickel off the radio one time, and I just ran into somebody, hmm. and then I had to make a promise to Amy. This was about eight years ago. And I was texting, and I was in downtown Dallas, and I was literally texting. Something. Oh, I remember this. I knew you at this at this yeah, point. No, yeah, I remember may, this one. May have only been seven years. Yeah, ago. I knew you at this. I've known you, but since this but time. I was in my silver Ram, mm-hmm. and I love that truck. But anyway, I I you know how you're in bumper to bumper traffic. You're at a red light. You kind of glance up, and you're like, okay, they're moving. 
somehow I, I thought they were doing that. I was kind of looking at my phone and I, I let off the gas. I just let off the brake. I didn't even hit the gas, mm-hmm. but I hit the car in front of me. But that's how powerful this Dodge Ram was. I hit the car in front of me, which was an Audi. It moved it into the next one, which was like a Lexus. It moved it into the next one, which was a Mercedes, and it moved it into the another one, which was some other high-end car. Mm-hmm. And there was a baby in one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. You know, I am going to knock on wood big time here because I'm about to say something. I am the opposite of you. Okay. Uh-huh. I've been in two accidents in my entire life. Oh, wow. And both of them were years ago. One was when I was about... 19 i think okay and this was this one was my fault i was okay. sitting in a i had just gotten off uh, off the highway onto a service road and and i decided to get over into the next lane over pulled over and boom somebody hit me mm. so i think it was technically their fault because they hit me yeah it was really me yeah being, being the other one was when kendra was pregnant with andrew so this was 21 years ago. Oh, that's scary. <clears throat> Kendra and I went to see Fiddler on the Roof at uh, over in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. So we're driving back, and we're on uh, 35W over here, driving back, and just cruising along. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I remember it was a white Ford pickup truck. It was probably like a mid-'80s model truck. It was an older truck that was in front of us. Suddenly, it goes over to the shoulder mm-hmm. without any warning. We're going like 70 miles an hour. Suddenly, it goes to the shoulder, and then there's a car stopped. Oh, no. Right there. There's no traffic. There's this car stopped. But you can't do anything at that point. Well, what I did was I kind of hit the brakes, went over onto the uh, onto the you know the side of the road. Yeah. And I didn't hit that car. Wow. But then the car behind me hit me. Oh, no. Hit us in the back, and... Kendra was pregnant, which kind of freaked me out. Yeah. But you know the safety system kicked in, and the, actually our seats went backwards when this yeah. happened. So it went backwards. We were fine. You didn't pull a Carrie Underwood and just let go of the wheel and Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. You, no. Did you do that? No. But the guy who hit us was named Jesus. What? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so- Jesus loved to party, but he died for your sins. <laughs> what? Okay. His name was Jesus. 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 But on all the in- on all the insurance stuff, that was our joke. It's like, well, okay. if you're gonna get in a car accident, at least you know, do it with Jesus. Do it with Jesus. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, the last God. accident I've I've been involved. Yeah, no, in. I I am not I am not proud of being a wrecker. Um, but but um, I'm knocking on serious wood because by telling that story I've just jinked my jinxed no, no, myself. No 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 you haven't no Big you time. haven't no you're a great driver. Uh, well as a as a result of me doing that stupid thing eight years ago or whenever it was I prom- I had to promise Amy I'm like I won't be texting while I'm driving so mm-hmm. if you're texting me just call me because I'm not going to respond. Now she says well oh, well what if you're at a stop I'm like well exactly that's when I got in this wreck yeah. so I I need to just kind of go cold turkey. So I got the new thing turned on on my phone. That will, uh, it doesn't give me, it doesn't show me text oh, while I'm driving. That's better. And then you can click on whoever's in your favorites list. It sends them an automatic reply back oh. saying, I'm driving right now. 
not going to get a response for a while, blah, 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 blah. I think I get that from you all the time anyway. I think you've just got that automatically. <laughs> so for you, yeah. You're in that other category. <laughs> Do not disturb. Ever. But yeah. I have actually busted myself a couple of times okay. since I've had this. Because I'll have to admit, occasionally I will think of something as I'm driving, and I will okay. fire off a quick text. Okay. And so what has happened is... I fired off a quick text, Kinder responds, and then she immediately gets that, I'm driving. Yeah, you're so busted. I'm busted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, that's the worst thing. Okay. That is the worst, All right. is texting and driving. It's, no. it's it, it may be worse than drunk driving. There have been some studies done. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to research that. that some more because you really, you do seem impaired. When your mind is on something else, so hard on your communications with whatever... I like all those billboards, you know, it, you know, you get the little green thing with the one on it. It can wait, you know, that mm-hmm. text can wait. It can, you know, and if it's that big a deal, then why don't they just call you? Yeah. But then again, the man bun millennials, they just, they have to text. <laughs> man I don't understand why they can't call each other. It's like, dude, just call me on the phone. It's like, dude, I prefer an asynchronous form of communication. <laughs> yeah. A phone call is too much of a commitment for no. me. Man. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Just I actually call told me. our buddy Chris Wood that one time years ago. What? Because I would text him. Yeah. And he would call me immediately. He did that. To, he still did that. To yeah. Me. yeah. And so one time I told him, I said, dude, I texted you because I did not want to engage in a conversation. Oh. This is an asynchronous form of communication see, here. And you I'm, just get back to me whenever. See, and I. But I, he's I, like, oh, dude, I'm driving. A, that's right. A big rig. A, a big rig truck. That's I'm, right. I'm going to call you. I'm like, okay. I'll no, give you a right. pass on that. Well, yeah, he, yeah he, he's always done that with me, too. And good for him. Because mm-hmm. instead of a, a handshake, a lot of times I'll just go in for the bro shake, you know, now. I'm like, we just bring it in. Just let's hug now. After we went through that, I, I'm just into hugging. What now. does that have to do with? Uh, well, instead of texting, texting it's it's a much more. You visit them in person and give them a hug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not connecting the dots I'm at all. I'm just being stupid. So, uh, well, okay, let me so, go through these real yeah, quick. Go so, because I, we, I actually we hit a couple. So here are the rules, and okay. I, th- they say this is for Houston. I would say this is for Texas driving in general, maybe okay. even for all driving. Sure. Number 10, this goes, you know, like David Letterman, top 10, don't stop at yield signs. Yeah, people are terrible about that now. Terrible about that. Don't stop at a yield. Stop at a stop sign, though, Drives Kyle. me crazy. Kyle, stop sign we stop at. Yield sign we don't have to. <laughs> That's probably, yeah. You treat stop signs as if they are yield signs. That's not good. But, yeah, that drives me crazy. Well, especially getting off a freeway. Mm-hmm. People don't honor that yield. <clears throat> And oh, that's like, bad. Oh, no, it's terrible, but nobody does it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's bad. Number nine, drive faster. Okay. Don't be grandma in the fast lane slowing down traffic on I-35 in rush hour. Yeah. Just step on it. All right. Number eight, don't hesitate at green lights. Oh. Yeah, see, that's bad. If that's, it's that's green, bad. you just go. No, that's, you, a, that's bad advice. Or if it turns yellow, go faster. Well, that's not what it's... This is saying, if you're stopped at a red light... I know a lot of people, me included, that used to have that theory. <laughs> it was green, you're like counting the seconds, and then you're like, okay, I think I can make... And then it turns yellow, and you just nail it. Yeah. You just floor it. This is saying... Uh, this is saying sitting at a green light, is what this is talking about. So you're sitting at a light, it's red, and then it turns green. Oh, no, you need that kind of... It's just kinda, like, get going. Yeah, no, Don't see, sit there. My 16 to 19-year-old self would say, peel out, 
Yeah. As fast as you can. Me beat the next guy, you know. Yeah, you don't no have to do what. that, but just no, but you, just get going. No, now don't you, be sitting there texting. Now you need to wait. Get moving. You need to wait that split second to make sure no other crazies coming across and making the yellow light into the red. I guess that's true. Anyway, that's the old guy in me talking now. Rule number seven. I think this one is really relevant to Texas. Pay attention to other cars, not other drivers. Hmm. So in otherwise, in other words, pay attention to the cars, but you don't need to be howdy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, George! I've done that so many times at that intersection at 407 and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 Gibbons yeah. over here. Yeah. Because I'll see you there or I'll see yeah. Amy there. Yeah. I'm like, hey! <laughs> yeah, waving out the window. How yeah. you doing? Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll they, they say that's a rule. I'll try not to. Yes, the line is long to get on 45 South from I-10, but that doesn't mean you get to cut. No. This I, is one. I see a lot of people cut through parking lots and all that. To well, get. this is this is more. You're sitting in tra- you're sitting in traffic. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And you know, there's clearly a line. Yeah. And you go. And somebody goes around and cuts in front. That's oh, what this is talking about. I've seen. I've seen. You know the cowboys out there. That's not cool. No, no, no. The cowboys that see that and they just ooch over and cut them off. Oh yeah, drive you into the ditch. That's right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, so don't do that. Yeah. Number five, watch out for bike riders and motorcyclists. For the love of God, is what just says. See, you. Know I mean, what? as a cyclist, as I a would cyclist, agree with that. Yeah, no, I fear the white work truck more than anything when I'm on my bike. Yeah, because. You know, they don't care. They're going to come right by you. They're not going to give you that three-foot alley. They're going to just buzz you, and they may clip you with their mirror. You know, the irony of the whole thing is before I started riding bikes, I could not stand the bikers on the road. Yeah, me too. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't mean to them, but I was just like, dude, why are these guys? They got their Lance Armstrong tights on. They think they're something. That's right. Getting on my nerves. But then after I started riding, I realized Mm -hmm. it's pretty dangerous, man. It's very dangerous. People cut you off. They blow They. I mean, well, that's why I try to ride out in the <coughs> sticks so there's nobody out there. Mm-hmm. So, number four, mentally prepare yourself for undue aggression. Oh, yeah. People just drive off, drive around pissed off nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Someone cuts you off, it's going to make you angry. Yeah. Don't go full road rage. No. Have you ever had a full blown like road rage moment? Me? Yeah. No. No, yeah. I, I'm just too chill for that. But no, <laughs> I've been very angry with people yeah. for being very stupid. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't do the flip off. I've honked. I honk at people. I honked at an old man this week. An old I, man. I was in Kroger. Oh, I was in Kroger, yeah. and this dude cut me off. An old guy. Yeah. Oh, he cuts me off to try to get in faster into this line so he could get this parking place. I mean, who cares? I yeah. mean, it's Kroger for crying out loud. So anyway, this dude's cut me off. I blow the horn at him. I look at him. He looks at me. He's like, you know, 90-year-old grandpa. Oh, I'm like, what are you doing, you grandpa? Need, you just need to give that guy a hug. He's I old. guess so. Now what, He was what, old. Senile. What, what's, what's really awkward is when somebody cuts you off and you park next to them. I was then, hoping to park next to this man, but there was nothing available. I have, I have done that before, yeah. and I just... Kind of smile and wave. I mean, what, you know, were you the guy that cut off oh, or no. had been cut off? I'd been cut off. Yeah, and they got they just jumped in front of me, and I go two spots down, pull in, get out before they get out. I'm Say, like, bless your heart, bless your heart, <laughs> you stupid idiot. Yeah. Number three, if you're in the right hand lane on a street, you better be turning right. 
Yeah. You ever had that happen? Oh, gosh. I've done that a bunch. You're at a stoplight where there's like the arrow to turn right. Oh, yeah. No, I've done And you're that. sitting there. I've been And there. the arrow is on, and the guys in front of you is going straight. Yeah. it That's annoying. I've 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 been party to a lot of that, per- personally, <laughs> where I just get confused. I'm like, I, I see the arrow, but I, anyway, I've, I've done that. Sorry. Texas. Rule number two, if there's a fender bender on the freeway, move. Yeah. Move. You, you got to move. Don't be a rubbernecker. No. Rule number one, this applies to Houston especially, maybe Austin also. Driving downtown requires reading comprehension and rule following for yeah. real. Yeah. Sorting out the downtown streets in Houston is not easy. I'm telling you what, if if I didn't have Waze, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how I'd navigate Waze through is the best. any of the mixed masters mm-hmm. in any of the big cities. Yeah. Especially Houston and Dallas. Yep. Those two are ridiculous. The downside to Waze is now I rely on it so heavily that I really don't know how to get places if I don't have Waze. If my cell phone battery is dead. Yeah. Oh, no, you're hosed. I could have gone to the same place 300 times, but being guided by Waze, it doesn't gel in your brain. No, you're just a robot following orders. Yes. Yeah, and, and and listening to podcasts or whatever else you're doing, but you're not thinking critically about I'm going west right now. Yep, I've gone west for ten miles, and then to get home, I need to go east ten miles. Yes, yeah. there's no. none of that going on. No, it's just I'm a robotically following this mapping. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you had a physical like map book in your car? I don't remember. Been I, a long time. I, I I was guessing. I was trying to think through. So Caroline's seventeen. I think it's been at least eighteen years mm-hmm. for okay. me. I can't say the yeah, full 20. Because if but. you remember, yeah, I'm going to take you down memory lane here a little bit. If you remember before we had the apps like Waze or whatnot, yeah. we had... Um, Those Garmin's? There was the Garmin uh-huh. era. Uh-huh. And then before the Garmin era, there was the MapQuest. You remember MapQuest? No. It was the precursor to Google Maps. It was online. Was that the portable that you put on the windshield? No, no, no. This was just a website. So you oh. go to a website and say, oh. "I'm going to Reunion Arena." Yeah, please map it out. Give me directions, and I'm gonna print, I'm gonna print this out. Print it out and, I'll and take, take it, it with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we so we've got the app era now. Then we had the Garmin prior to that. Then we had the Map Quest prior to that. Prior to that, it was just books. Mapsco. Remember the Mapsco? Oh yeah. And it was kind of fun because you know you could look at all these little back roads and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take this creative, interesting route route to." Uh, you know, you know, to get out to Paris, Texas, I'm going to go through whatever. I'm going to mm-hmm. go up and then over 82 and, you know, you can't do that now. Well, now you can now with these mapping apps, like there's this thing on Waze and you can hit routes mm-hmm. and it'll give you all these multiple routes, but she'll pick your route. Yeah. But she'll pick the route that's the quickest, less traffic, all that. Mm-hmm. And I always hit, okay, do that. Yeah. The, the Waze is phenomenal. It is. Kendra used to be the navigator on our trips back in the old days. She would have the map. Yeah. And she would map everything out and Oh yeah. You know, very meticulously and uh, You know, we ought to we ought to show our kids that. Mm-hmm. We ought to show our kids how to navigate. because I, I try to teach all three of my kids, I'm like north, south, east, west. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, do you you gotta know this in case you get well, well dad, I just have my phone and pull it out and you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think that's important to know general wayfinding if you you know. And I've actually read, this is a tangent, but I've read a couple of books and watched a couple of shows on survival skills. Mm-hmm. What happens if you get out in the middle of the Yano Estacado and your car dies and your phone dies and all that? Do you have yeah. a survival pack that you no. carry with you all the time? No. Well, you should. 
Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'll carry Sammy with me. She's well, got it she's all. She's got her Hermione purse with <laughs> <She> her. <does. laughs> That's so great. She literally pulled a first aid kit out one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I carry a first aid kit with me in all of my cars wherever I go. You and a matter of fact, last night I was picking up the kids at the movie, and uh, another dad sat sitting there. Now, we sat there for 30 minutes because we thought the movie was going to end here, and it ended here. Anyway, life as a dad. Yeah. Anyway, but his truck died, and he came, knocked over. He saw my little Argyle sticker on the back. He knocked on the window, and he said, hey, man, you got some jumper cat. I'm like, of course I do. Mm-hmm. So open it up, jumped him. Yeah. Off we go. Yeah. Uh, jumper cables are good to have. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that in New York City. What about mass transit, speaking of New York City? So, yeah, mass transit. Use the subway up there. You know, and I got us turned around. I get turned around in New York. Yeah. Because I try, I love the subway, but I I still can't decipher. Mm-hmm. And once you get down underground, you can't use kind of icons to see which way to go. Mm-hmm. So last January, we were up there seeing Hamilton for Caroline Sweet 16. And um, and I said, well, let's go ride the subway from here to there. And I got us. I mean, we were going out to the Bronx. Yeah. I'm like, it's not right. We went up there with our boys, and uh, Andrew was phenomenal. Yeah. Because I've always been intimidated by the subway. So I would ride the subway if I had someone there to guide me. But I didn't, right. you know, if, if I didn't, then I would just hop in a cab because I didn't care. It's easier. Just, just hop in a cab. Nowadays, you just yeah. hit, hit the Uber app. And, mm-hmm. oh, here, Uber. Come, here comes an SUV, and you're off to the next Man, thing. when we had Andrew with us, he had never been to New York. He downloaded an app, and within 15 minutes, he was like an expert on the whole system. And okay. literally, he, he yes, yeah. you were. Adam, you were. Adam you guided Williams. us. You, you guided us on the subway to Brooklyn, to the Bronx, to the baseball game. Um, All of that was you using this app. I downloaded the same yeah. app, and I got us completely lost. So <laughs> he's just smart. Well, you me. did a good job when we went to New York a few years ago for the bike ride. That was fun. <laughs> I did that five boroughs ride, the forty-one mile bike ride around the five boroughs of New York City. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. It was fun riding the subway in our biking gear. Oh, I, yeah. I, I look pretty decent. <laughs> Not sure about you, friend. <laughs> so Kevin goes in there in his, his bike and shorts and his helmet all clipped on. And anyway, he got some funny look like looks. special needs rider. They give you a special seat. <laughs> yeah, no, you look fine. There were 35,000 other people riding bikes that day, so I didn't think I would stand out that bad, but apparently I did. You, you, apparently others got the memo to... Not go on the subway with just their raw, tight spandex, spandex. shorts on. Yeah. You looked a little Richard Simmons. This I year. did. But it was a good look. You, you <laughs> Thank look, you. You look special. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's fantastic. But no, we just don't have that here. So yeah, knowing uh, when I've gone to Chicago, I just love Chicago too. And I've gone. You ride you know, the L up there? Yeah. Gone to the Cubs games and you ride mm-hmm. the L and oh my gosh, so many drunk people after a baseball game. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. You mm-hmm. know, it's interesting and it's very efficient. You just hop on and away you go. Mm-hmm. So, but now, I mean, in the big cities, we do have Uber and cabs are great. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody uses use Uber or Lyft or whatever. Yep. So, so it's, it's all good. Um, but yeah, no, I think things are changing. And then, you know, w- what does the future look like to us? I mean, we, you know, you see all these movies like iRobot and Blade Runner and all, all that stuff and Star Wars and whatever. Are we, you know, I, 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 I did read this one thing about these autonomous cars, you know, and I can't wait for that because number one, I'm not a very good driver. And to have these defensive mode, robotically, you know, 
driven cars, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. So Elon Musk is saying we're going to have these Teslas in production in 2018 and on 2021, they're going to be operational. It's 2018 now. So that says in three years, and we've already got state laws here in Texas that say it's okay to have self-driven mm-hmm. cars. Um, but you, you know, you have to do certain things and then nobody knows how to really write the laws for it or insure them or all that. But it's really cool when you get into it. I see these a lot around my office in Mountain View, California, Yeah, uh, because we're not far from the Google, uh, campus where they are literally testing these things. And I see them all the time hmm. driving around wow. and it's kind of cool to see, uh, just a car roll by and somebody's just sitting there reading the newspaper. That's yeah. This thing's driving along, but the, the cool thing is, and, you know, who knows how quickly we'll get there, but one of the ideas is that if you combine something like an Uber with the self-driving car concept, you may never need to own a car, especially yeah. if you live in an urban area. Right. You know, you can literally just give me a car through your app. One of them rolls up. It's self-driving. You get in, you know, you go to your next destination and then if you kind of then think, okay, what is the next kind of logical step beyond that? Well, <clears throat> then you, let's say you have a town that is only serviced by self-driving cars. You know, we've talked a lot uh, earlier about how, you know, our area is not conducive to mm-hmm. mass transit, like a subway or whatever. But for cities like this, where, you know, literally self-driving cars would be very, very useful mm-hmm. here. All right. So imagine, you know, these self-driving cars that, you know, drive themselves home in the evening, park in a parking garage, they get charged up, and then the next day they roll out into the city, they service the town all day. Right. You don't need parking lots anymore. You don't need parking garages anymore. You know, I know you were in the real estate development uh, business in the past. You know, imagine what you could do with a development if you didn't have to worry about parking or parking garages, right? Imagine how much extra land space you could use and how cool it could be. Oh. So there's a lot of thinking going into that. I don't know how realistic all of that is. I love it, though. but it's really, really cool to think about the you know the possibilities of that. Well, I love it, and those those uh, that traffic engineering podcast they were nerding out over that. They were saying just imagine uh, travel without any kind of stop signs or street signs at all because these computer driven vehicles are calculating defensively how they can fly through, time it, so they're flying through an intersection at 60 miles an hour, and there's no stops. It's just all timed, you know, back and forth. And then if if you're saving that many lives and that kind of defensive mode driving, you can take a ton of weight off of the cars because, um, and it would require less fuel. And um, anyway, it's just really, really mm-hmm. interesting. You just need lighter weight cars that, uh, because there's not the danger of collisions, you know. Anyway, I just thought it was it was fantastic. It's a cool concept. There's some concepts where you can uh, you get in these things and they're designed to hold you know six eight people, you know, and you can reconfigure them kind of on the fly. So if we wanted to face each other like we're doing now, we can oh, do yeah. that or whatever. Because we don't have to worry. There's no you don't have to worry about anybody having to drive. Oh yeah. And then you can also kind of control the. Um, you can control uh, rather than just looking out a window. Hmm. You can click a button and say, "I want to see the you know, Rocky Mountains," or "I want to see." Oh wow! I want to watch a movie. Yeah, you know, I want to see a TV show. Oh, that's fun. You know, you can completely control the. Uh, you can watch the visual Island. aspects of it. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> great. Island. Tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Boss, the plane. The plane. <laughs> It'd be yeah. great if we could do that. Yeah. 
And um, then the other aspect of it is, uh, I know we're kind of geeking out here, but yeah, ask a geek about geeky stuff, this is mm-hmm. what you get. But the other one is, how will the cars then communicate with mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. Because that's all done manually today too, right? If you pull up to a stop sign and somebody is standing there waiting to cross, there's a communication that happens. And it may be just a quick you know, eye contact where you nod ahead and that lets them know that they can cross. Mm-hmm. You know, We just kind of do these things without thinking about it. Hmm. How would an autonomous car do that? I've seen some prototypes where the car will pull up and to acknowledge to the person standing there that it knows about them, it will actually broadcast a virtual crosswalk onto the ground in front of it. Oh, wow. That's cool. Which just says, you know, I know you're going to cross here. Free to go. I'm not going to smash you. Well, cross, turns it off, and then it rolls on. That's cool. Lots of really cool stuff. I just want a pleasant sounding computer talking to me about, you know, hey, you know, take me over to Kevin's in my big, you know, virtual truck. <laughs> virtual truck. <laughs> virtual <laughs> virtual horse. tractor or something. Oh, yeah. Self-driving horse. <laughs> That'd be even better. Horses are pretty much self-driving. But so, but, but what comes after, <laughs> but what comes after the, after that, you know, I, I mean, do we ever get to the land speeders or the I don't know, man. I've been looking for that my whole life ever since I watched the first episode of the Jetsons. Oh, yeah, me too. The Jetsons, where they flew around. Yeah. And, they yeah. go in home after school and push a button, and it would spit out a chocolate milkshake. Right. I've been waiting for that forever. Well, I'm telling you, that, that Blade Runner thing, if you go back and look at Harrison Ford's movie from a billion years ago, I mean, it's creepy like that, too, but it's all these spaceships and these interconnected kind of spaceship highways between... Anyway, it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. I, it, it It's all sci-fi to me. You know, and of course, one of my favorite movies ever, Star Wars, and Mm -hmm. Landspeeder was awesome. But they can they get they go everywhere in spaceships. Mm -hmm. But then now you look at the Hyperloop. You know, that's coming up. I don't know if you've studied. You know, I don't think they're going to allow that to happen because the tire industry, the tire industry, is lobbying. Oh yeah. I'm going to start a new conspiracy theory yeah, right the now. Tire industry. I don't know about that. So I'm kidding. But the I'm Hyperloop, kidding, kidding. just the physics behind it. Oh, that's killer stuff. It's phenomenal. That's so awesome. The question is, how do you put a bathroom in one of those Hyperloop trains? Oh, man. That's important You just got to let it rip. And no, you don't. <laughs> You're going like a... You got to let it rip, clean it up when you stop. No, you don't. <laughs> no, it all slams up against the window. Everybody's issued a raincoat when they board. <laughs> no, that, is, that is the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't quite figured this part out yet, so yeah. just raincoat, and then you'll shower off when we get out. It's like coming off the beach, you step in the shower, wash the sand off, just wash the crap and pee off. That is not. That but is, we're going to get you there really fast. Well, it is going to be fast <laughs> and low energy. I I like the whole Hyperloop idea, so if you don't have not listened to that, listen to some uh, some podcasts on the Hyperloop because it's really interesting. And then how does that connect to Texas? Well, there's a lot of thought about how do we make you know rapid transportation, but between you know the triangle dallas austin houston yeah you know whoever solves that will clean up well and they're talking about a hyperloop between la and san francisco where you can Mm -hmm. get on it from la go to dinner in san francisco after an hour hyperloop drive or 45 minutes go to dinner there you know have Mm -hmm. fun or a night out and then 45 minutes back to la Mm -hmm. how crazy is that yep anyway it'll be here good stuff cool all right. Well, hey, thanks uh, for listening to us uh, in our ramblings on traffic in Texas. So any closing thoughts or observations? You know, uh, find us. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, 
Give us a like. All over the place. Now. Leave a review. We would appreciate it. All four of you would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being good friends. You know, if those four would tell four others, then they tell four others, and so sh- on and so on. It was a stuff. shampoo commercial. It was a shampoo commercial. It was, it was brilliant. Good, except it was only two. <laughs> They'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends. And <laughs> you sound so just like her. So Maybe it's Julie from the Love Boat. Anyway, all right. All hey, right. thank you all. Have a uh, have a great week, and we'll see you soon.